Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, this is Monica Packer from About Progress, and you're listening to The Messy Middle, a monthly series where I share some of my own messy middle so you can see what progress looks like for a real woman in real time. Welcome to February. In this episode, I will be sharing all about January, starting with what's happening. I have to tell you, I have a little bit of a controversial take on January. I actually really like it. Uh, last January was a bit different. I had a baby mid-month. That was a, that was a tough transition. But this year, I've, I've been liking it. It's, it's getting lighter every single day. Uh, we get to think ahead of what we want. We get to reflect back. I've, I'm still in the process of finalizing my goals, and there's still a lot of possibility around. And um, we're getting back in the swing of things, too, after a great holiday break. Um, I'll just say, you know, this month was a lot, but a lot of good stuff. We, we celebrate celebrated the first year around the sun for our baby boy. And um, there was a blur of family stuff going on. And in addition to all of that, just a lot of work stuff. I, I launched the listener supported model, which you've heard about early on in January. And I've also been working on the upcoming intensive, which is about to just go on. And we've we've done a lot of things at home too, including some 
we, we've been playing a lot of games and we went to Thanksgiving Point for some adventures. We've gone skiing and watched a ton of movies. One of the exciting things that happened this month is that I signed up for this gardening course and community. It's called Gardenary. And I know the woman's name is Nicole who, who runs it, but she's really big on Instagram, has lots of great tips. And I'm just trying to get ahead on how I'm going to plot out what I'm planting where and get seeds soon. And there's some other things we want to do with the backyard that I want to think through. For example, we want to change where our pumpkins are planted because we found they just took over the entire garden. So we want to put them somewhere different. I want a compost area. I'm also thinking of getting honeybees, which will be really fun. Eventually, maybe chickens, but we don't know. But in addition to that, we you know want kind of like a fire pit area. You know, so there's different things I'm trying to figure out what should go where and when I plant things. Last year was a great year to be a beginning gardener because it didn't matter in my mind what mistakes I made because I started so late in the year. And it just was a good year to make mistakes. And now this seems like a good year to get better at things and to learn more instead of just throwing seeds into the ground and seeing what grows. I I want to be more intentional about it. So I'm very excited about that. Um, Other things that have been happening, just personally, I feel like I've been working on eating more protein the past few months. And I feel like it's just been this past month that I've kind of realize just how much it's been helping me. I I think it's a combination of having more protein. I also think it's a combination of having more food um, in general, but I'm I'm feeling like I have more energy. My nails have been looking really good. My hair has been growing in really well. Um, Just things like that, that I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't realize how much I was lacking in these areas until they've been getting better. So uh, that's been something that has been kind of fun to explore. Now, I always end the what's happening segment with some highs and lows. Uh, Some highs for us include January 1st, New Year's Day. I went on a couple sites of local event centers and I booked some fun things. We are going to go to Hamilton in August. I also booked tickets for six or the six, um, which Brad and I already went to, and it was really enjoyable. I loved it. I went into it totally blind. I had no idea what this musical was about. And um, I, I did know it was about, you know, the six wives of Henry VIII and, you know, all that. But it, it was a whole new thing for me, and I really loved it. I also got tickets to an upcoming Ira Glass event. He is the host of This American Life, which is the first podcast I ever started listening to years and years and years ago. So I'm excited for that. And we also plotted out some vacation things we're going to be doing this year. Uh, We haven't gone really anywhere or done much of anything for several years. And this year is the year that Brad is going to take some more time off of work because they get an allotted special amount of time extra after a certain amount of years of working there. And that that mile marker, or I guess marker, went by two years ago. So we get to take that this summer. And we're going to take four weeks and split them up into two um, segments of time. So we're just trying to plot out where we're going to do, where we're going to go and what we're going to do. And just having these things to research and to look forward to has brought me an inexpressible amount of joy. Like I was bouncing off the walls the day I booked all those tickets. And I'm still really excited thinking about what's coming and what I have in store and what I want to plan. Those were all the highs. Lows for us just include some pretty sick kids. It started with my five-year-old, who's about to turn six, and he um, just had tonsillitis, really bad tonsil infection, and other things. He was really, really sick, had to take him to urgent care, and the doctor a few times. And then a couple weeks later, my baby got 
really bad ear infections. And then later he got a really bad throat infection and he was just really, really sick. He was very sick on his birthday actually. So we didn't even do his cake or presents on his birthday. Um, we did them the next day, but he still wasn't better for a week, but he's now on the up and up. So that was kind of a low, but I would say overall, not a bad low. Next up, I'll share a DSL update. The DSL stands for the do something list. You've heard me talk about this for years. My first one changed my life and I continue to make one every year. And there's a free training for you that is now updated with the most recent workshop. It's at aboutprogress.com DSL. And you can get that free workshop, a guide, and tons of real life examples of real DSLs, including mine for this year. I just finalized my list like right before this episode aired. And it's okay. It takes you time to do that too. It's never too late. You can start yours as well. And I am loving what's on there and just how good it's feeling that I can explore uh, fulfillment in my life this year in ways that I wasn't able to prioritize last year. Um, even though I can totally say my DSL really saved me in, in ways I needed last year um, with a really overwhelming year. But I'm not going to share my whole list right here, but I thought what I would share is just a few that I am feeling the most excited about. The first is go on five get cultured events, meaning I'm going to get cultured. I'm going to get outside my house. I'm going to go do things. And as I told you, we already went to the six. I have plans for Ira Glass and Hamilton. And there's just a couple more things I'm looking at. Like I want to go to a play. I want to go to the symphony, just things like that. We live we live in Salt Lake, you know, not right downtown, but we live in Salt Lake area. And I want to take advantage of where I live better and get out more and get cultured. The next thing I'm the most excited about is complete five interior design projects. And I love interior design. It is one of my biggest like outlets and passions. I haven't been able to lean into it for a while. And, uh, there's some rooms in our home that need some help, mainly my kid's bedroom and the laundry room. Also, I've had tile since before we even moved in to do a backsplash in there and maybe paint the cabinets. And there's just some things that need to happen around our house. We've lived here for um, two and a half years and there's already things that I need to repaint and, you know, touch up and fix things. You know, there's already some dents in the wall and things that need to be patched up. So those are the things I'm excited to work on. The next one is I want to go to three national parks. Part of one of our trips is we would like to go to Yosemite. And while we're there, explore another national park um, nearby too. We're just going to do a little tour. So I think I can hit two of the three there. Um, I would love to go to Yellowstone this year as well. Maybe in addition to Zion National Park, which we tend to go to once a year since we live about six hours away. So not bad. And the final one I'll share with you right now is try 10 new sourdough recipes. Sourdough saved my 2023. So I want to lean into this hobby in new ways and try more recipes. I have two great sourdough cookbooks that I was given for Christmas in 2022. I did some of them, um, the things I experimented with from that, um, but I want to explore that even more. So that is what is on my DSL list that I'm really excited about. I've already completed one of the things this coming month in February. What I plan to do is get started on my boys bunk bedroom as my first interior design project. And for the other ones, do a sourdough recipe I know I can do and plot out where we're going to go on a trip and, and kind of figure out what that's going to look like. Um, it gets really expensive when you add up all the, hall, the um, hotel rooms. So I'm trying to figure out if we can trade homes with people, <laughs> that kind of thing. So we'll see. That's it for the DSL update. Next up, let's do make it a habit. 
this is where you are kind of my accountability buddy. And I share about some habits that are going well, some habits that I want to work on, some habits that are not going well. We share about all of the messy middle. Right now, I'm kind of more in a habit creation mode. I'm thinking more about what I want to work on. And two big things are at the forefront of my mind. One is I want to make sure I'm in the habit of working on my garden course that I bought, Gardenary. And for me, I know that means I need a clearer when-then pairing. So for me, it's when I'm walking on the treadmill in the mornings, I can do the a little time on that course. So that's my when then pairing. When I'm on the treadmill, then I'll spend a little time on the course. Even if it's just a couple minutes, that will count. The other um, habit I want to work on is personal journaling. I really haven't done that since my baby was born. I've journaled for my kids with my Flexive Gold journal, and I love that. It's the only way I really document their lives. And I want to do that more for my own life. So that's the habit I'm going to work on in the upcoming intensive. And if you haven't signed up, you still can. You can go to aboutprogress.com intensive. I'm going to be working on my habit just right alongside you. And the third one I want to work on is excuse me, spiritual uh, study. Now I had the goal, I already had a one then pairing to uh, read my spiritual text while I'm eating breakfast. And that hasn't been working very well because my mornings have been pretty chaotic. So I rarely get to sit down to eat breakfast. I'm either eating while helping my kids get ready for the day, or I'm I'm drinking a smoothie, like a really, really rich smoothie because I I'm not looking to save the calories. I'm looking to replace the meal, but it's kind of on the go. So I've got to find a new one then pairing. Um, I'm kind of fiddling around with a few. I'll give you a report next month on how that's going. Um, So that's it for make it a habit. I'll share the update next month. The next segment is what I'm loving lately. What I'm loving lately are a few things that you can consume as a consumer. The first is Newsroom. Do you know about this TV series? Brad and I watched it years ago when we used to live in California, and he very sweetly got me the series. He bought it on Amazon for one of my Christmas gifts, and we've just been working through um, the seasons, and we're just at the beginning of season two. I will tell you, just a little bit of the premise, like this is a news anchor on a cable news network who is trying to, like Don Quixote, be a changer and like sound the alarm of what's wrong in society. And um, as a Republican news anchor, he kind of goes against the tide in many ways, even within his own party, against his own industry. And it's fantastic. It's written by Aaron Sorkin. So if you love The West Wing, you would love this. And I just feel like they're fortune tellers because we still deal with like all the problems that they were doing at that time. Um, it, was, it was like over 10 years ago that the, the series came out. So I loved it. I will say there are a lot of F words and there's very little other things like there's no nudity or like sex stuff, but there are F words and that doesn't bother me because I was a middle school teacher and I'm sorry, it just doesn't bother me, but it may bother you. So there's that little preview. The next thing I've been loving is a documentary on Netflix called American Symphony. It features the musician John Batiste and his wife, Suleika Jayode. Jayode, I'm so sorry. I should know her name. She had one of the best books I read in 2023 and I want to do a whole uh, book report on it in my premium podcast, uh, more personal, but it follows a year of his life. And it's a big major year of his own career as this amazing jazz musician and musician. And he is also in the midst of creating a symphony, a symphony that combines all the best of American genres and people. And um, it's just beautiful. And it weaves together 
his own success as like a major Grammy award winner and having like huge peaks in his career while his wife is battling leukemia for her second time. And just the juxtaposition between these two journeys and how often, um, not competing, I would say, but contrasting they are, but mostly it's just their beautiful love, their love story of like choosing each other and staying together. And, um, working through hard and, you know, highs and lows together, I thought was so beautiful. So American Symphony, a book that I loved in January was Searching for Sunday by Rachel Held Evans. And I have to say, I've heard her name for years. I've read her quotes. I've heard her talked about by so many people. This is the first book I read of hers. And I'm just so sad. I mean, we. this is not a spoiler she, she died several years ago, very young and very tragically, but she, it's just so sad to me that she died because we are, when I was reading this book, I was thinking what a loss it is for us to be missing her mind. And she is an evangelical Christian who has been, you know, who had a journey of like leaving the church and then coming back to it in many ways and, 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 and wanting to live Christianity in ways that reflect her values and what she feels like Christianity really stands for and, and how complicated that is. And it's just a very beautiful and, and funny, but also raw book. I loved it. And the last thing I'll share on what I'm loving lately is just painting my nails again. After a year and a half of not painting my nails, I pulled out my Olive and June manicure set that I've had forever. And um, I've just been painting my nails once a week. And um, it's been fun. I can somehow feel like really fancy with my nails done, even though I'm pretty terrible at it. I also think my top coat is just way too old, um, but I've been loving it. The next segment is On My Mind. This is where I just share a little bit about what's on my mind right now. And for me, it's just my goals. I went through uh, the Rally Crowd Planner and created some goals, but I just didn't feel like I refined them enough. I want to make them visible and put them up in my closet. So that's something I want to do for myself personally is finalize my goals. And I also need to work through my whole goal um, planner. It's called uh, the Power Sheets from Cultivate What Matters. I've done used that planner for years for my work, but it's really an intense process. And I have not really had the time, honestly, but I am still doing some thought work on it and I want to finalize those goals. So I'm just kind of feeling that urgency and that that kind of tug of war inside of you when you're like honoring and being compassionate about how these things can take time and it doesn't matter. Like a, a date doesn't matter. You can create these goals anytime, but also that desire to push myself a little bit and finalize these things so I can start to work on them or have them at least more present in, and in my life and on my mind as I'm working every day, uh, just in general, as I'm moving through my day, as I'm showing up to my kids and the things I want to improve on better with them and the things I want to work on within this work. Um, so that's something that is there. Another thing that has been on my mind is just a transition of sorts of seasons for me. Last season, as you know, was last year was a big season of overwhelm. I've, it involved a lot of hibernating in my home, of of being extra compassionate with myself, of slowing down in major ways that were both really good for me and really uh, challenging. And now I feel a shift and I feel like I'm shifting into a season of needing to lean in a little bit more, being more of a worker bee. 
And when I say worker bee, I'm not just talking about my work, but that is part of it, of really leaning into certain parts of my of my work and also leaning into being a worker bee in my home in ways that are also needed. Uh, one of the things I've been doing is organizing a drawer a day, although I didn't do any last week, um, just because our, my home has been really neglected in ways that help me thrive better within it. So that's an example of I just want to work a little bit more on some things and I want to work to help my kids with some skill sets that they need help refining or some pursuits that they're really into, but I need to prioritize it so that they can have help prioritizing it too, like getting a more advanced piano teacher for some of my kids, things like that. So it's a worker bee season. And as part of that, with my work, you know, the the listener supported model, I'm going to give you an update on that, has been so validating and beautiful to see. And, um, but you know, what's on my mind is uh, just this vacillation of, of, of a lot of confidence and excitement and some self-doubt and fear. This is a really important year for my job. It, if it's not something that I'm able to sustain financially, I'm going to have to move on. And while I know that and I am aware of it, I'm trying not to dwell on it too much. It can be a little scary to think about. So and those that's just what's on my mind. That's a lot, apparently. Let me just have a Two quick more segments, uh, two final segments rather. We have the supporter update. Let me do that next. This is a new addition, a new segment, and this is just where I'm going to give a quick update on how the new listener supported model is going. And it's not just listener supporters, it's people on Instagram as well. And the goal here is to ultimately get to 400 supporters in order to just cover our costs of the podcast. And then from there, the bigger goal is to reach to 600 so I can start paying myself. If you want to know more about what this model entails and why I'm doing it, go back and listen to the first Friday episode that aired in January of this year, and it will give you the full breakdown of what we're doing and why. And if you want to become a supporter, you can do that by going to aboutprogress.com slash supporter. And um, it's going to, anyway, I'm just going to give a quick update on where we're at. Right now, uh, we are at 82 supporters. And I honestly did not expect to get to that number, I was hopeful, but I didn't expect it. But the thing I didn't even have a hope for was what people would level people would sign up for. There are three levels, cheerleader, bestie, ride or die. I thought most people would sign up for bestie. That was my hope. The high, high majority have signed up for ride or die level. And it just has been so validating and um, made me so excited but I also know that I need to do the work to support these supporters and to show up for them and their extra benefits. And I really want to hit that out of the park. And I also need to put in the work to make those numbers rise. So that's where we're at. 82 supporters, such an amazing thing. We always end with our review of the month. So let's do that before we wrap up. This review actually aired, not aired, it was published on Apple Podcasts on December 1st, which is confusing because they didn't show up until almost mid to end December. A ton of reviews showed up then. So I'm just going to say, if you left a review and it did not show up until 
December and it has a December date on it. I know that you likely submitted that way back in November during our big giveaway. And I feel bad about that. I We waited a while to do the final giveaway winners and they still didn't show up until after we did that. So if you left one and you can see it on the Apple podcast review, you can see a review and it shows up in December of 2023. Will you just email me? And I would love to send you a little Amazon gift card um, as a thank you, because I feel bad that you didn't get to be part of the giveaway and you should have. Um, this is one of those winners and, um, or one of those reviewers and her name is Heather, um, Lenhard, Leonard. There we go. Heather Leonard. And it says the only podcast I've stuck to with for seven years. And I love her too long. Didn't read at the top. This podcast is smart, inspiring, and fun, and you will not regret giving it a chance. She said, I've listened to and even gotten very into a multitude of podcasts over the years, but only about progress has kept me coming back for over seven years now. The wisdom, encouragement, and truly helpful practicality about progress provides is hard to find elsewhere. Monica has incredible ability to ask insightful questions and bring out the most meaningful ideas as a guest has to share. You'll listen and feel like Monica is the best friend you have yet to meet in person. I love how this podcast shows that ordinary people do extraordinary things. I'm sorry, I'm getting tired. I'm tearing up and encourages me to make the most of my life. Thank you, Heather. I didn't know I needed to read that today. I've already read it several times, but I guess I needed to read it today. So thank you so much. Your reviews um, don't just make a difference for the podcast as a business. They make a difference for me. It helps me see what I'm doing well and what I need to work on. So thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, my friends, that is it for this month's Messy Middle. I love doing this episode. I look forward to showing back up early March to tell you all about February. And I hope that as you listen today, it gives you the courage to lean into your own Messy Middle today. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.